Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Stretch Marks with me, Caroline Foran, and me, Sinead Moore. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm trying to swallow this muffin really quickly <laughs> so we can get down to business. Today, we're talking about the relationship stretch. It's a biggie. It's a biggie. Look, the relationship is the glue. It's what got you into this mess in the first place. Mm-hmm. And we are to protect it throughout. However, the stretch is real. It really is. It's probably one of the biggest stretches in... Your whole life when you have a family. Mm-hmm. Tell me, this week, what's your stretch? What's going on for you? My stretch this week is probably the stretch of creating this podcast and putting it out into the world and giving something your absolute all from every angle and trying to create more space for that in, in amongst all the other things that you have to do. Taking on something new, the stretch of confidence, I suppose, of putting something out there and something new that's creative, that's a passion project, is often uh, laden with you know fears and insecurities but so far, uh, so far, so good. And just, yeah, it's, it's a good stretch, stretch of the comfort zone, I think, for mm. me this week. Warmly received, though, which is yes, so amazing. A po- really, yeah, a really positive stretch again. I'm sure I'll be back with some more cranky stretches eventually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, it's, it's actually, it's related a little bit to the relationship. So we are going to try and go on a date. Oh my God, I didn't know what you were going to say there. <laughs> That's amazing. When's the last time you had a date? Um, August 2020. You're joking. No. August 2020. I mean, you say we're going to try. What's got to happen for that to happen? Uh, So one child, the one that sleeps, is going for a sleepover. And the other child will have a babysitter. Nice. Where will you go? What will you do? We'll probably just like sit across the table from each other and stare into oblivion because we're so tired. And it's been so long. Do you feel like there will be pressure on the date to be really spectacular? No. Because we're married a very long time and very spectacular doesn't happen. No, it'll be just... Might be fireworks. It'll be... It'll be a chance to get some oxygen. It'll Mm -hmm. be a chance to just... Listen to to each other. Listen to each other and to just breathe. Now, look, it'll probably be two hours long. It'll come with an expensive bill at the end, which we'll both look at each other and go, that wasn't worth it. We should have just got a takeaway. (laughs) That's what I mean, though. Like the little bit of pressure of like you're spending money to even get out the door in the first place. It's like going to a really fancy hotel. You're like, I need to make sure I'm getting the most out of this. But inevitably, one of my children will try and ruin it for us because they are great saboteurs. And look, it's just, it's, I'm embarrassed to even say, but like we, Juliet has never had a nocturnal babysitter in her life. Um, I think we only did it twice with Penny when we felt that she was old enough, Mm -hmm. just before the pandemic hit, 
other than that, it has always been a grandparent. Um, yeah, so we've just, we have not stretched into the land of babysitters and I'm deeply uncomfortable about it. What's the fear? All of it. You're, are you afraid Juju <laughs> will wake up and need you? Juju or? will wake up mm-hmm. and need me. Um, so at the moment she's having kind of a, a routine of, of waking at about midnight. Um, so you got to be like Cinderella and get back before yeah. you turn into a pumpkin. Yeah, but it's also just now, I, I don't know, it's just the feeling of I, I feel really good when I drop them into a crash setting. And I feel really concerned if I'm walking out of my home and leaving them with somebody. Mm-hmm. I just feel like the crash setting, there's enough responsible, trained, qualified adults there to perform their job. Um, and I just feel like I'll always be watching my phone thinking, well, you know, the illusion is broken. We've got to go. She woke. She's crying. She's upset. She needs us. She's scared. She's never been taken out of the cot at night by somebody who wasn't me yeah. or or my husband. Like, it's just not going to work. So we need to go home. Do you feel like you need to do this, though? God, yeah. For your relationship, but also for your confidence. Yeah, but it's a pandemic thing, too. I'm ready to yeah. start living like, again. Living mm. again. And look, we were out when Penny was five weeks old. We were out when Penny was four weeks old. So this is a totally different experience this time around, simply because of the pandemic. When she was four weeks old, I was up and out. We were like, there was expressing, there was the bottles ready. We were at a U2 concert when she was four weeks. I was at, we were at a wedding when she was five weeks. I was at a hen when she was six weeks. What? Like, we were up and living. Juliet is a year and a half. We haven't gone for a dinner. What happens though is you kind of get comfortable in the discomfort of something like COVID and being within your four walls Mm. and only going for your your walk around the house and you know you both you're probably you and Juju are probably quite codependent. Oh koala child. Yeah. Like part of me is like will we just bring her? (laughs) (laughs) It's like no stop it. So anyway we're going to try so I will report back but Mm. that's my stretch this week I'm trying to be like get on with it just come on now she'll be fine Everyone will be fine. You've got to start living again. So what's the worst that can happen and how will you... Sometimes it helps me no, to figure it, to gain that out. Nothing will be the worst that... The worst thing happens we get a phone call, we come home. Yeah. There is nothing, but there's just... there's Worth en- trying though. Yeah, there's just endless reasons to feel like, oh, we'll just put her to bed and we'll get into her PJs and we'll just get a takeaway and we'll watch something on Netflix for 20 minutes before I fall asleep. Yeah. There's just so much comfort in that. That, that is the most comforting description you could share with me like if like, somebody was to say well what do you want to do that. that I know but is that good for us probably not so that's what we're talking about today mm. the relationship the relationship stretch. Stretch. Um, yeah I mean I do think just taking your, your relationship out of out of the house where you're opposite a table or opposite each other at a table ideally with the phones away is a completely different environment where suddenly you see each other as human beings again and not just part of the furniture or so often me and Barry just you know as soon as he goes to bed because Caelan is so active and full on and he won't let you be on your phone it's like we get our little our break to go back on our phone and we're sitting there mm. staring at it not communicating and I'm like this is terrible I do think that's okay I think it. you need a little decompression it is a decompression but I also it's like your commute I described it as yeah. like our commute yeah. home from yeah, work <laughs> you just need that little bit of silence and then you're ready so as soon as they're gone to bed it's like okay bring it down yeah bring it down I think that's okay but the relationship is something that you know I think that in pregnancy we often don't foresee being stretched so much um i think from day 1 as soon as you pee on that stick 
there's a lot on the woman in the relationship and mm-hmm. her life has evolved straight away and sometimes it can be difficult to see your husband kind of operate his normal bodily functions <laughs> and his normal energy and his normal life um, as you go through this together. Now, it's a lovely warm feeling but then I think it really comes crashing down postnatally when the role, uh, I would have described it like firstly, it was the very first time where I felt like it wasn't, we weren't together because I was choosing him or he choosing me. Yeah. It wasn't a choice anymore. This yeah. was like, a, I need you. Yeah, if you leave me, I will kill you. I need you. And yeah. my my absolute admiration for any parent who is doing this yeah, by absolutely. themselves is insane. I was having, so I had like really, um, really clear, powerful dreams as though I was like, in the experience, a pregnancy thing. I don't know, my my dream cycles were just weird. And it was all around the feeling that like Tom was just gone. He was okay. just gone and I was left to figure this out. And it like I would wake up with this like pain in my stomach and my heart feeling like you can't go. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not going. And it's like, you, you, also, you can't. I need you with me on this. And then when we had our first baby I felt like this over time I firstly I was really proud obviously of like god this is my new role like I get to do this um and I definitely we had conversations around him feeling like I wish I could do more for you I wish I could be in your shoes in this and over time it's the resentment of like I also now wish that you yeah. could do this actually thank you very much why why were you given nipples why why has evolution not fixed this? Um, and I think it is hard. It is very hard when you, I think, change so much and your partner is watching that. Yeah. Can feel a little removed from it. It's really hard for them as well to really watch hard and feel for so, them. I guess, passively involved. Passively like, and desperately wants to be more, but definitely, whatever about Penny, but definitely on my second baby, you know, like, I think Juliet has only properly just sort of discovered him in the last couple of weeks and months and been like, yeah. oh, deadly, you're here. Yeah. Beforehand, it was like, give me back to my mother straight away. Thank you very much. And there's a horrible kind of rejection that goes on there. Um, so it is. I think you, you, you go from this little unit where you're both autonomous and you're both in your own lanes and you're both choosing to live together to it being glued, but really diverse. How do you mean? Your day is diverse. When you have two? No. Or when, yeah. when you just go, like, your, your, like, my day completely changed. His day, his lane stayed the same. His yeah. day pretty much stayed. He went to work. He had his activities. He had his genes that fit him. <laughs> Everything about my world changed. Yeah. I wasn't going to work. I didn't have autonomy. I didn't have freedom. I had fucking enormous boobs that were leaking all over the place it was me every time she cried at night it was every feed and maybe that's a breast I don't know but a feeling of like this is all on me and sure you're here to help and support but I but it's that word help and support that like so many of my conversations with my girlfriends, it's like when your partner, if 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 the partner is male, says like, "Oh, like I'm I'm gonna help you." It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Do not use the word help here. You're equal. We're equal opportunities, employers of these babies. 
Oh, I think that comes later. I think we need to give some grace to, like in the beginning. In the beginning. Oh no, yes. I need I mean, him to help me. I mean more like help later on like I'll help I, I'm going to help make the dinner or I'm going to help put put the baby's clothes on or I'm going to help yeah. change the baby's nappy. I'm like I, I think I think I know what you mean that it's you know that feeling of like your your partner doesn't babysit. Yeah. Your partner, you know, par- parents. Yeah. Your child. Um but I think it's more that I was doing the shifts. I was the one at home day in, day out, learning who this little person was. And he would come in trying to, you know, be like, like give me the breakdown. <laughs> what happened? Um, I think that was very different for the fathers this time around in the last couple of years mm. because they were present. They saw it all. Whereas for me, first time around, it was all on me all day long. Mm-hmm. Did you have any conversations before you had Juju about how it might impact your relationship and also did you have any when you went from one to two? No, I don't think we did because I think at that point like parenting really solidified us. Yeah. Really solidified us. Like this, it was the greatest thing that we have done <laughs> ever. The How long were you together before you had Juju? Mm, Penny or Juju? Penny, sorry. Um, 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 eight years. Mm-hmm. Eight years, um, as two very independent people who were, as I said, making that decision, but having a child, we were like, "Oh, now we're a unit." Mm. And also, I think it's because she came along like at the beginning of our marriage, so I'm sure there was probably a shift in, you know, "Oh, we're married now. This is stronger. This is deeper." But definitely, there was a. There's an, a much deeper love, a much deeper. This is our family and we will do everything in our power to make it as protected and loving and wonderful as we possibly can. Um, And then adding to another. Yeah, it strengthened it even further. But we don't spend any time together. We yeah. don't spend any time alone together. Like if we can steal a conversation across a noisy kitchen, it's usually three sentences in. And we've just been asked for a snack too many times that we just forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, even we've tried having conversations when our kids are there and you just can't. I mean, even now, like Caelan knows when we're talking and it's not about him or it's not involving him. And he's like, hello. So it's like, we'll talk when he's gone to bed. But we're not people who are like looking after each other's personal needs. We are people who are looking after the family's needs. And how has that been a stretch in a, in a, in a bad way? I mean, do you miss each other? Do you miss him? Yeah, I've got, I, I think I miss me and mm. I miss him and I miss who we were. But that life is gone. And I think where I'm at is I want us to build a new set of routines, a new set of things that we do for each other. Um, it's not about going back to what we were. I don't want to go back to what we were. Yeah, well, what it's we were not possible. No, but also what we were was usually like, you know, too drunk to even, yeah. you know, like the, I don't want, I, I want us to start finding new little moments and that can even sometimes be just the joy of like a glass of wine yeah. at five o'clock in the garden and they're on the swings. I know. How lovely. Like why 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 can't we like jot that down as you that's can. a little magic date. It you is know, a little it's moment. Ma- a magic moment. Because yeah. it is not feasible to have well certainly it's not feasible in my world I think if some people have loads of siblings that live close by and loads of other, you know, with little people the same age and there's a bigger support system that's not in my world so 
for us, it's not feasible to have the grand gesture stuff of let's run off to Paris for a few nights to rekindle. For us, it has to be about like, let's have a blissful cup of coffee on a Sunday morning in our garden and try and tune in to finishing a sentence together. But I mean, having the awareness of that is really important so that you don't feel like you're failing in any way if you're not drift, you know, going off to Paris for a three day weekend. Mm. Just, I guess, realigning your your expectations and what actually feeling close to each other means to you. But also I need to articulate and communicate more. (laughs) So it sounds like it has brought you incredibly closer and there's so much respect there. Um, There's also for, I'm hoping, every couple, uh, some friction as well. Like, I mean... Yeah, me and Barry probably bicker or we kind of keep score a lot yeah. more. And like it's a competition, it's a competition. And one of the earliest kind of things I remember we started to really get competitive about was like who was more tired. It's like oh, I'm really tired today. It's like I'm really tired today. Like how could you possibly be more tired? And I don't know why we ha- one of us had to win. Um, yeah, that like the, just the resentment and the keeping score it really st- can seem so innocuous. And maybe maybe you need it as a little pressure release just to, you know, we like all, we say like we like to, we like to have a little bicker with each other and it just lets it out. But I wonder, does that c- can kind of build up and become cumulative and then you're like, actually, we're just not even being nice to each other. And I am the worst for that because I don't, I don't say what I need. I don't say, I don't ask for help. I don't, you know, and he's the he's the king of like, just tell me what you want me to do and I will do it all. I will do everything. And I'm like, I want you to do everything without me having to tell you to do it. That's, that's the point I was trying to make earlier. It's like, do, I don't want to leave you an instruction manual. Yeah. Just instinctually, instinctively know. But as I like, said, I think that is incredibly hard for them to do because he was gone. He didn't have the banked hours that I had. Yeah. They don't have the the experience that you have. They're not on the job as 24-7 as you. He doesn't know those socks don't fit anymore. Yeah. So I, um, so you, you obviously breastfed exclusively and that is far more on you because he hasn't got a pair of tits. I gave up breastfeeding uh, very early on and so myself and Barry very much shared and split our nights and that was the only way I could really come back to myself. So he would we would do shifts where I, uh, I'd go to bed as early as possible and I'd sleep till maybe 2am and then I'd take over and then he would go back downstairs. So we didn't even sleep together in the same room for, for months and just really worked for us. And we were like, look, it's not, we're not, first of all, we're not even jumping into bed, in the mood to jump into bed together anyway. Um, but let's just try and like give ourselves a couple of hours uninterrupted and that really worked for us. I think the resentment is less second time round than the first because he had a job second time round. His yeah. primary yeah, yeah, job yeah, yeah. was he was looking after our four-year-old. So he was still having broken sleep at night. You know, if she'd come in being like, I need to go to the toilet, that was on him. You know, if if she was up at five o'clock because she wanted and when Penny is up, she's up. You know, it was all he had to do all those jobs. So actually, I felt like, OK, this it was more balanced. There's more balanced here. Yeah, she is full on loads of energy. So he would also be exhausted at the end of the day. So I definitely felt like having the second took the heat out of that resentment. But I certainly felt it first time around. I think it's a very hopefully universal feeling that people have what what other ways have you found it a stretch the relationship I think I think because we don't have time to do anything for ourselves it's hard for us to show up in the relationship with the same amount of energy yeah you know I am completely spent between either you know life work the girls 
there is not enough for me and therefore there is nothing left to give. Yeah. And I think we have to, for a while, um, be really forgiving. Really forgiving. Of that. Yeah. And to be fair, looking back, I'm sure, you know, he has probably felt, you know, quite, quite alone in this because I'll be like, I'm going to bed. Like, I don't have time for a conversation. I don't like even if I'm physically beside, I'm not. I'm always tuning into did that did 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 she wake up? Did she cry? Does she need? Does she do? Yeah. Did the monitor go off? Yeah, Yeah. I'm not present. No. Um, And even with the dating thing that I started off with, like I'm totally suppressing. I'm not putting my hand up and being like, let's go do this. Let's go. It's more like, mm hmm. Sure. Maybe in a few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's hard. I think it is it is natural for them to see us reprioritize something. I think people might think though that if you're if you're thinking oh, I want to go to bed earlier, we're not spending time together that it doesn't actually mean there's something wrong with your relationship. Yeah. It just means your priorities have changed and you have to t- take time for yourself. You have to like if it's a choice between putting on something slinky or getting into your fluffy PJs and having a sleep like and you're that bollocksed what are you going to choose like mm. you know it doesn't have to mean that you need to be concerned about the quality of your relationship it, I think like you said uh, in, a, in a previous episode you're starting to get to the point now where the girls are kind of playing with each other mm. and slowly but surely you'll come back to that like, glass, oh you're here yeah that glass <laughs> of wine moment when they're on the swings it's depending on how many kids you have I think it's a hopefully sh- it's a short lived time where you, it's not about you at all but th- you do it doesn't mean you won't come back to each other and it doesn't mm. mean you aren't there all along. It's just that, yeah, you're not you're not going for brunch every weekend together. You're not drifting off or flitting off to Paris. The new stretch, of, though, that is coming is that we need to stay united on our, our parenting disciplining. Yeah. And having little sidebars of like, you know, so she's starting to play us off against each other. Mm. Um, like, you know, he'll have said no to something and she's coming to me and we, we fell foul to it at the weekend for the first time. We both kind of looked at each other and it was like, oh, my God, we've been overpowered. Oh, wow. They're so good at that, aren't they? I haven't gotten there yet. So I think up until a certain point, you're just really nurturing and taking care of this very vulnerable yeah. thing. And then you suddenly become parents Yeah, where you're, you know, trying to navigate with a little sometimes terrorist like the way they can it's just I, I can see it starting but we're not we're not quite there yet and that's a learning curve as well and, and seeing each other in those hot moments yeah you know definitely things that bother him don't bother me things that bother me don't bother him and having that bit of mutual respect to be like and then and then later on being like what the heck was with you with that like yeah. that's, you know having the sidebars but in front of them trying to be like we think that you yeah, can't yeah. do that. <laughs> uh, I mean, I remember doing it myself all the time, being like, go and ask your mother, go and ask your father yeah. and like totally playing one off the other. The other That's is when do. he comes in and he has all the fun and I'm like, three minutes ago, That's three minutes ago, it was absolute tantrum chaos. Yeah. But daddy's here. Therefore, the fun can start. And I'm just like left stirring the pot looking right. I don't don't know what you're giving out about. (laughs) That really sometimes gets to me. But then, you know, she'll come to me and she'll be like, you play with me. And I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. Go play with your dad. So, Uh, yeah. So I I guess it works in both ways. Sometimes I'm a bit like, okay, dad is the fun when he comes down and suddenly Caitlin's mood can transform. But equally, because I'm, you know, at the end of a day of, of parenting him when Barry does come down I'm like off you go like at the moment they're like he's obsessed with the back garden I'm like out of the back garden yeah. with you and I do that couple of minutes with the phone to decompress and just be like I just need a minute just and I'm really space. grateful that Barry brings this new energy to it mm. and 
he wants to go down and play with them and he wants to like build things with him. Like they make little, you know, those stickle brick things. And I think what's important though is to have some awareness of it yeah. because the days are long and the years go by so quickly and I'm afraid of coming up for air in a little like, and I can see it on the horizon it's soon it's soon where you can kind of come up for air and be like whoa those years are over mm. and did we say stay strong enough through it yeah or what's left of you two at the end of it yeah because already I can see it I can, it is fully you know one of them is almost completely flying solo like she is just up and running in life and I'm you know we're we're not long from the second one being there and from our previous episode on having more it's more than likely that that's it they they are our little years they are the little years and they're over and that really makes me sad to say and they're so hard when you're in them but I will be so sad I know. when they are over and they will end that's the constant conflict isn't it constant conflict and I think there's a long life ahead and there's a long marriage ahead and there's obviously there's a whole heap of other parenting to happen ahead. But I really hope that we will come up and out of that fog and be like still we're still here in love with each other. I still other. choose you. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I remember after we got married having a conversation with Barry and I said that I wanted each anniversary to be an opportunity for us to check in with ourselves and be like do do we still actively want to be here? Do we still choose to be here? Be here? Um, and I guess for for a lot of couples then having kids you know, takes that conversation out of discussion really because there's an element of well we, we better be here now for the kids and I th- the unfortunate reality is for a lot of couples having kids can break them Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. It's, it's so hard that it, it's certainly, it, you have to have strong foundations because it can rock you. What do you think the strong foundations are? I think everyone's going to be entirely unique in that. Yeah. But I think it does come around with, mutual respect and kindness and mm-hmm. and laughing together for me is a big one yeah. really like having moments where we're still really immature and silly keeps me quite um grounded I think I think security mm. I think knowing that no matter how hard the day is or no matter what you're going through because we're all going to meet phases of there could be a work thing going on there could be a grief thing going on like we're certainly I'm feeling like uh, as we're approaching our kind of later 30s and into 40s I'm like there's going to be a lot of really heavy stuff on the horizon. Um, harder stuff than how do we change a nappy I know. and a night feed. And what I want is to really know that, okay, we've come out of that, you know, kind of crisis of those mm-hmm. those little years. But there's still enough You've strength. You've survival mode. Yeah. yeah. There's still enough strength for us to reconnect and be like, okay, together as a relationship we can actually go the distance because there's bigger stuff going to come down the line. 
something I worry about um, is obviously having a baby changes how you feel about yourself and your. we talked about this in, in the body stretch and you know your partner hopefully was there while you gave birth and the the mystery sexiness of, of the dating years is probably mm-hmm. in, the, in the rear view mirror I worry sometimes that in all of the just normalness of day to day life and the challenges and that you lose the kind of fanciness of each other and like flirtiness and you become really solid partners but I'm I guess I'm scared of like not fancying each other yeah. anymore yeah <laughs> yeah and like not being arsed like well, just how rude is it that men get so much better looking so with unfair. age and I feel like a wreck yeah that's why I got Botox okay it's gonna take more than that like <laughs> for me I feel like a wreck Botox spray tan blow dry if you can manage to do that every week for yourself like it's and and that goes back to the dating part. Like sometimes when he'll be like, "Let's go do something." It's it's actually my like my body insecurity self kind of going like, "Oh, like I have nothing to wear, and I just won't feel good about myself out there." And it's easier for me. To, oh, just let's let's I know let's cuddle here. Um, so it's it comes back to I think a confidence and a love of fancying yourself a little bit, feeling sexy in yourself, which. I haven't <laughs> since I had a baby is probably really important for really important whatever it, happens in the bedroom exactly because if you don't feel that you're not going to be mentally present like you can't switch into that mode if the whole time you're like oh I hate how I feel and I look and the squidge and the the stretch marks so and yeah and the I, whole thing I think what can happen then is like I don't feel like I don't feel good but I feel like I should do this to fortify my relationship yeah. and it's another thing then on the to-do list yeah but also even if you do feel good, sometimes it is another thing on the to-do list because we are exhausted. And that came through massively in the question boxes and polls that I put up on the Stretch oh, yeah. Marks podcast Instagram last night. Did you talk about the sexy sex? We did talk about the sexy sex. We talk about the relationship. We talk about the sexy sex. We talk about the how people are feeling on a kind of ranking scale of stretch mm. and what is happening for them and how they're supporting themselves through it. Are people still riding? Caroline, I feel like you should should you be should should you be on Ashling's show? Should you be on Private Education? I was. I feel like you've, I feel like you've collaborated with the wrong person. Ashling, she's looking for a co-host. So come on, we should do a Stretch Marks Private Education collab. The Vag Stretch. Oh, you're always the lowest common denominator. <laughs> always. No, but we should get on to Ashling about that amazing other show. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So, since becoming a parent, has your relationship changed? And again, no book that I read coming into parenting or baby land Focused on had now. this in it. Yeah. No book. No one prepared me for this bit. A 96% people that took part in the poll on Stretch Marks Podcast Instagram said that since becoming a parent, their relationship has changed. And then I thought, okay, there could be good changes. Yeah. Doesn't have to be bad changes. There could, could be, be good changes. Could be both. So, 38% stronger, more united. Amazing. 57% they are stretched that we are being pulled away. And mm. I think that's the one that I'm I'm living in there. I'm happy to see that only, only 5% said that it's fractured, it's too much. But still, my heart is going out to that 5%. Wow. And I hope that we can share some things maybe. In, I'm going to check the responses coming up mm-hmm. to see if there are ways for them to strengthen again. And 1% said that it is broken. That's heartbreaking. So the majority are in that we are stretched, we we are being pulled away. And that's why we wanted to cover this topic today to kind of normalise and to say, if you're feeling stretched and being pulled away, 
that's absolutely normal. It's so normal. It's not nice. No. But it is happening. So if, so of that magical 38%. Okay. That say that they are stronger and they are more united. What's working for them? And there are some beautiful things Mm. in here. Okay. We are a priority to each other over the kids. We have to feel loved for them to feel loved. Oh, wow. Solid (laughs) couple. Solid. But it's true. It is true. It's a really healthy perspective. Your kids mirror everything. We are raising them because they are watching everything that's going on. They are tiny little sponges. And if they see a loving relationship, they are going to grow up safer in love. Yeah, seeing you guys like have a little cuddle or even if you don't feel like it or have a little little kiss or touch of the arm shows them. also have a healthy fight as well. Like yeah. show, like this is how you articulate and communicate and you say sorry to each other and you get over it yeah. and you move on. Like I'm not talking about this utopian view, but show what love and respect is. Talking, 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 talking about the mother load before mm. I didn't and I was at breaking point, but talking has helped. I think I'm really grateful that myself and Barry are very good communicators. Um, we will always talk it out. And I think that's probably saved us from many a feeling of, of being lo- like drifted completely from each other. Mm. Um, and I think maybe that's partly my coping mechanism is to talk anyway. I have never been the type to be like, I'm going to suffer and bottle it up. Like he will know by the look, he will look at me and say something on your mind. And mm. sometimes I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. He's like, I know there's something and he'll tease it out of me. So we've moved past things very quickly. My husband being unbelievably kind and making me communicate better. And that wasn't you. That was a different person who said that. (laughs) (laughs) Teamwork and not losing sight of us as a couple. Honest conversations without blame or defensiveness. They are tough, but worth it. And I think that I think we need the permission to say the hard shit to each other without it turning into a a battle. So, yeah, for for us anyway, sometimes we let all the kind of snipey remarks yeah. out first and then Barry says like, I know you're just hard and like, he's such a bigger person that he can say, <laughs> I know you don't mean this and I'm like, I need to just have a fight. So let, you know, allow for, cause sometimes you have to kind of have a go at each other and then once you get let that it out, out, then you can be like, well, look, here's how I really feel and let's figure mm. this out together. But Come back there's to no baseline. utopia where you're like, I really, I see how you're feeling no. all of the time. Like so you're just going to rip each other apart sometimes. That's not necessarily a bad thing. And especially, you know, you're, sometimes you're your only venting machine is the person who's in the room with you. Exactly. Day in, day out. And they get the they get the load. And there's a feeling of security in being able to have a go at each other because you're in it together. You know, if you if you, if you'd had a fight with a friend about it, maybe the friend would pull back or you wouldn't see them anymore. This I think there's a like a huge consequence of of being your most like whether it's anger, being your angriest, most tired, frustrated self with someone who, other than the partner that you're in it with. Making time just for us, making sure our partner has time for just them. That's amazing. So I'm very bad at that. My partner is particularly good at that. Like he he has his things in his week that build him back up uh-huh. and he prioritizes them. I don't. He, uh, he, I resent that he does, but he's not doing anything wrong by doing that. I know. I'm at fault for not doing it for me. Um, at first really stretched, but now we are a team and we listen to each other. A sense of humor and solidarity versus the parenting challenges. We are a team. Communication, 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 making time for date nights. So that's my goal this week. So maybe the biggest issue for people when it when it goes, when they come too far away from each other is just not communicating. So looking at what's pulling them away. 
if they're feeling stretched. So that was the the 57 percent were feeling stretched. So let's see what is pulling them away. Um, how we have to work and conflicting schedules to juggle childcare, barely any time as a couple together. Passing ships in the night. Feeling constantly needed by the kids. There's no tolerance for each needing each other too. Oh man, I feel that. Like it's like oh no, I have given all of the care and sympathy away today. Yeah. Deal with your stuff. Yeah. Uh, lack of time for ourselves and each other. The inequality of time and energy. I can feel trapped. He is so free. The juggle and ships in the night, the sleep deprivation, the lack of time, the fighting, the crankiness, busyness, lack of time together, tiredness. The kids, yep, they they would be the ones stretching us and pulling yeah. us far away. Certainly. All very, all very, very normal and very common. Fatigue, drudgery, frustration at doing the majority of the work. Mm. That mother load is real. Um. I'm going to jump in to the relationship stretch. So since parenthood sex life, 22% non-existent. 22%? 22% non-existent. Like not having sex at all and maybe the baby's how old? I mean, I didn't ask them personally, but right. non-existent. Okay. I don't know how I feel about that. I guess I don't know if I thought it would be more. Well, 69% great intentions. Yeah, that's where I am. Great intentions, but. Yeah, Barry's at great expectations. <laughs> <laughs> Great intentions, but are six oh sixty nine percent. Whoa, you the universe, <laughs> the universe, good as ever, six percent. Ah, piss off. And even better, three percent. No, yeah, they can piss off now. So altogether. I need to. If you're even the, better, if you're that three percent, would you personally get in touch and please give us some hints and tips? Because I'm certain great intentions, but I'm so tired. Three better than ever. Better than ever, three percent. Do you miss who you and your partner used to be? See, they're not who they used to be because they didn't go through the matrescence. You're, you've changed, so you as a duo mm. have changed. What? 81% miss who they and their partner used to be. How could you, sorry, what could you both do to support your relationship through the stretch? Be more supportive, more time, give back the child. <laughs> Is that me? No, also not you. Uh, not possible. Get rid of our phones. Oh, the phone. I, I really agree with that one. For, for I think, allow, because Barry's like, no, I need my decompression. Five or ten minutes decompression and then put the phones away and look each other in the eye or even watch something together. But just when you're both on your yeah, phones. Yeah. Be in it. Be there together. Unless it's a night that we have put up questions and polls, in which case do use your phone. Yeah. Uh, talk more. Ask for what you need. Probably therapy. Yeah. Definitely. Like, if you need somebody to facilitate that talking, book it in. Do you know what would be nice, sorry? It would be nice if for people looking for a moment to connect with each other, if they took our polls and questions and, and talk through them as oh, a couple. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good idea. So we are going to be sharing the results of these in our posts over the next couple of weeks as each episode comes out. And we will be taking some shots of what people have been saying. We'll be sharing them anonymously. So if you do need some more arsenal um, to you know, go back and say, look, everyone's feeling like this. Yes. They'll be there and we'll save them in highlights um, so that you can each episode will have a highlight and you can jump in. You can see all the results and everything in there to have those conversations. It's a really good idea. Um Better communication seems to be the winning of the day. Having time, having concentration, prioritising each other and having a little bit of date night magic. I think we all know what it takes, but implementing it is much easier said than done. I wonder, should we have maybe like a, a relationships expert on Absolutely. at some point who understands the um, the stretch that kids can put on a relationship? Yeah. 
And I think one of the greatest relationships that we have to be priority or have to be mindful of is the relationship that we have with ourself. If we are losing ourself, how are we supposed to expect the relationship with that other person to stay strong? Do you think then when you have a baby, especially when you're in the newborn phase, your relationship in the order of relationships in your immediate family, does your romantic relationship kind of comes last? Because if you're going to, you got to take care of the baby, you really got to take care of yourself then. I would, in my world, it's flipped, I think. I think it's the baby, it's us, it's me. But do you think it should be that way? No. Yeah. I think it should be me, the children, the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's it's not. And from the last question here, our greatest lifelong relationship is with ourselves. And since becoming a parent, 61% feel less connected to themselves. Yeah. And I really feel like for a relationship to be strong and to grow, like... How can how can we put that pressure on the relationship part when actually if we are so disconnected with ourselves? That's a self-awareness thing then really to, to really connect with yourself and be like, am I asking for, for what I need and want? Am I communicating? Am I being honest with myself and with the other person before you go and try and address any issues in the relationship? Or do I have anything in my week that's making me happy or am I expecting you to do it for me? Yeah. So there's a loads in there that, look, I need to work on. <laughs> Certainly. Um... The, the articulation, the communicating, the not letting it get to snarl, like this, the starting it early, the asking, could you please just do that instead of, I can't believe you I know, do that. Yeah. Or, or even just catching the snarl and then be like, okay, look, let's, let's hash this out. What's this actually about? Taking the time for me, prioritizing something and building it into the week. So we're back to this again. We've been here before. I what know. can you build into your week? Caroline. Come on. Got to do it. Got to think of something. When I'm independently wealthy, I okay, will have staff. When you're 85. And then, <laughs> and then I will be able to. No, look, we're in a bit of an intense phase right now. There's a lot going on and that's okay. But as soon as it is done, I am like, and I, <laughs> I sent a message to him last night. It's like, I'm I'm mic drop, sending myself off to some sort of retreat. Yes. Mama has left the building. Um, and that's okay. There are going to be times in your life when just stuff is on. And it's impossible to put that extra pressure on yourself. Like, make time for you. It's mm-hmm. like, stop giving me another thing to do. I know. <laughs> I have to stay. Like, I have an endless task list. Let me get through it. So how I'm trying to care for myself is being like, okay, and when you come up for air, then book something in. Yeah. When you come up for air, take a breath. Take a breath. And the micro moments. Just try and regenerate a little bit of energy for yourself and the relationship in the micro moments and um, because there's a lot more of them in the day than you know as I, I said the whisking yeah, off to Paris a lot more realistic probably for most people and I think those micro moments can be cumulative and just mm. bring back a fondness for each other even that you might have temporarily um, put on ice and when... forgive if you snap and lash out it's because it's a hard thing to do you're 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 both doing hard things yeah, no one ever said it would be easy. No one ever said it would be easy. Except to me, which is why I thought it would be easy. <laughs> so shake it off. The you know the worst thing to do is actually cling on to some of the silly stuff. So that is the relationship stretch. We're all, it's another stretch. And I think we need to talk a little bit more about it. Um, I think we'll probably end up revisiting this one. I think there's low. I think in every one, I think we've only tipped the iceberg. Yeah, we're actually, just on what's going on for people. Yeah, we're just opening up Pandora's box on many, many topics. So I'll report back on date night. Oh my God, amazing. Can't wait to hear it. Can't wait to see the snaps <laughs> it'll of you be, all. It'll be one coffee. <laughs> I just hope you home. get through it without a call. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be a thing? Wouldn't that be a thing? And get fancy. I thought you were going to say, and get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>
Like locked, I mean. Yeah, of course you did. <laughs> I did. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on Stretchmarks Podcast on Instagram so you can see what we'll be discussing next and get involved with the questions in the polls or share what you'd like us to talk about next. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and do share the love for Stretchmarks. It really helps us grow this community and it means the world to us as well. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.